welcome to the Misguided Astrology Podcast, the podcast dedicated to misguiding you. I'm your host, Katie, here with your weekly horoscope for June 21st through June 27th, 2021. Welcome back to the podcast where I don't know you, but it might sound like I do because I'm sharing messages from the sun and the moon and the planets and shit. Every week I do a little sky spying and then report here so that you can know what the fuck is going on around here. Before we get into it, thanks again to everyone who has shared this podcast and to those who have reviewed us on iTunes or elsewhere. These are really the best ways to help this little self-produced podcast and it definitely does not go unappreciated. So a reminder and a humble request That if you write us a review on iTunes or shout us out on IG or wherever social media, reach out and tell me so that I can send you a 24-page in-depth birth chart report. I'll do it. Just let me know your birth date, time, and location so that I can make an accurate birth chart report. The full-length episodes where we answer listener questions by reading their birth charts are back. A new episode will be out this Thursday, and we are always taking new submissions. If you aren't afraid of receiving a little misguidance, please write in. And again, please be sure to include birth date, time, and location so that we can make you the most accurate birth chart possible. Moving along to the astro for this week. It's busy, okay? We can't even waste any more time. We just gotta get right into it. So, here we go. This is your weekly horoscope. Hey, Virgo. Let us begin on Monday. The moon is in Scorpio and Venus is trying Neptune. (laughs) Right? Pretty nice. Pretty cute. This is lazy love. Um, It's dreamy and for some, maybe romantic. Uh, So, no need to try too hard to enjoy this transit. Just let it all come and go with the flow. It's a good day to enjoy the company of others, a good day to be imaginative, and also to tap into a compassionate space. It's just kind of like a little anti-anxiety, hazy day. If there is someone or something you've been putting off until the mood was right, today might be that day to reach out and get it done. Not because this energy is especially productive, but because you'll just find people less annoying, probably. This transit is kind of like magical surprises. It's, you know, romantic, creative. It's spiritual. For you, Virgo, this is definitely a day to cook something up with community, like getting together to collaborate or just enjoy each other's company. It's social, for sure. Might be a good day to get in touch with those siblings that you've been avoiding a little bit. Uh, I mean, okay, not avoiding because, of course, you love them. Let's just say life gets busy. It's okay. But this is a great aspect to bring it all back in, spread a little love on Monday. And then Tuesday, wait, oh my god. Yes! Mercury goes direct on Tuesday. The retrograde is over. You can come out now from under the rocks you've been hiding beneath. This is it. I mean, there is uh, like two more weeks of shadow, Mercury shadow period, but whatever. We're out of the thick of it, you know what I mean? We're almost there. The fog will begin to dissipate, you know, thinking will clear up, ability to get tasks done just is quicker and with greater ease. We can untangle all these crossed wires and sending our 
packages and writing our emails and checking the emails and whatever else we've been avoiding because of Mercury retrograde. You know, it's behind us. It's over. We made it. But then Wednesday, though, Sun trine Jupiter. This is a day of good luck. You know, like events that will help us grow and move forward. It feels positive. Ooh, it looks good. Another good day. This is hitting in the sector of house, home, family, particularly parents, and personal matters, private affairs. Could be coming into some good news, or maybe having the house to yourself for once, and getting a little quality time, alone. This sector of the chart can also have to do with endings. So it's possible this could be a day where you are closing a chapter or putting something behind you. And then kind of like creeping in in the dead of night is Venus opposition Pluto. Technically late on Wednesday, but I might go ahead and mush this in to Thursday's scope, which is pretty crazy. We'll get to that in a, in a moment, but... Venus opposition Pluto is giving me a very unsure feeling. Venus represents romance, like money, fun, beauty, and Pluto represents power, upheaval, destruction. So it's kind of giving an antagonized kind of feeling. Like for some, this could be just fun and leisure being pushed aside or disrupted, but others will experience tension in other ways, like money problems, Disappointments around love. Um, super casual. And all of this building into Thursday's full moon in Capricorn. Holy spicy Toledo. So, and that was really the big headline. So all of that, and we hadn't even gotten around to discussing the full moon yet. Full moon Capricorn. You know, full moons can be kind of chaotic. They carry a large energy. Capricorn full moon does look a little tamer than most kind of has subdued you know because like Capricorn full moon has tact and delivery um and don't get me wrong it's still packing a punch you know but full moons are our culminating moments so around the time of a full moon shit is just happening things are really coming to a head in many areas this Capricorn moon may have to do with career or how you make a name for yourself um and in that way that's possible any of us could see the moon in that capacity of our general life direction. You know, that is what Capricorn is kind of all about, getting aligned with where you're going. But Capricorn is also a sign of, like, business dealings, so that, um, while considering the Venus-Pluto opposition happening simultaneously, like, there could be power plays afoot around this time. Also, but also, though, Full moons can shed light on or illuminate something that we have been overlooking. So what sector of your chart is being illuminated for this moon? The fifth house? Oh, man. So you'll be getting a spoonful of full moon action around your creative self-expression. So having fun to do with how you fun, how you create, how you hobby, how you downtime, how you romance, how you children. The fifth house is sexy leisure and debauchery, so hopefully this full moon is lit. A good time for you. I think my only warning is that a full moon here can indicate being a little too self-involved, so be careful not to step on people. 
in that way, there could be tension, you know, a clash of egos is possible around the fifth house full moon for you, but I don't know, fuck it, maybe. Moving ahead to Friday, when Neptune goes retrograde. This is signifying that we may be awakening from fantasies, which means that we are discovering or are unearthing fantasies, uh, which we have been mistaking as sustainable realities, you know, or, you know, really just allowing you some clarity and insight around something you've been struggling to understand. Uh, Some of you, it's going to be shattering of illusions. For others, it's going to be the gaining of clarity around matters. So we have that to look forward to on Friday. And then on Sunday, we're going to go out with a bang. Venus enters Leo. So this is bold and dramatic love, grand gestures, spending money. You know, your wallet's just going to be shitting money out everywhere. And your style's going to be loud. And your outfit's going to be louder. And your hair's going to be the loudest of all. And it's just like, okay, relax. But don't. Venus is in Leo now, baby. Alrighty, Virgo, that is all for this week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Misguided Astrology Podcast. I'll see you next Monday.